everyone. You're listening to On The Rise Podcast with your hosts, Amanda and Joe. We're two Kiwi girls who share nearly 30 years of friendship and we plan to take you on a journey of self-discovery and personal development to help you rise up in all areas of your life. You can expect real talk, tough topics and unapologetic vulnerability. We want to inspire you to believe you're worth more, to never settle for average, and to have confidence to take up space in all areas of your life. If you haven't done so, please hit the subscribe button so you don't miss the next episode. And we'd love for you to connect with us on Instagram at on the underscore rise podcast. Let's get into it. Hello and welcome to On The Rise podcast with your hosts Amanda and Joe. We are so happy to have you here. Joe, how you been? Amazing. <laughs> it's been a while since we have sat down and done a podcast, so I'm excited to be here. It has been a minute. You know, we bulk recorded a whole ton of episodes because we had so much, so many cool things coming up in life, right? So we wanted to be ahead of it, but yeah, it feels like it's been... It feels like it's been months, but it, it hasn't. It's been a couple of weeks. Yes, yeah, been a couple of weeks. Well, you've been in New Zealand, I've been in Maui, yeah. and yeah, as you mentioned, we recorded before we went away. Yes. So really, this is our first sit down and recording for 2023. It is. And oh my gosh, uh, happy New Year's to everybody. Um, and I think just from our end, we were reflecting before we started recording uh, and just wanted to say how grateful we are for, yeah. for all of the um, the listens and the feedback and the questions via our social media. We It gives us a buzz every single time and we're so grateful for all of your support and please keep it coming. Yeah, we are loving the journey. This is episode eight for us and it, it's been fun and we just want to keep adding value where we can we appreciate all the feedback we love that you guys are enjoying these as well so bring on an amazing year yeah what a year where we've got um a lot of stuff going on from both a personal and a business perspective this year um, so i can't wait to share all of that but yeah first things first how was maui looked amazing yeah it was amazing so for those that may not know or follow my journey, I went to Maui for 10 days um, for a business event. So yeah, it was beautiful. Um, had five nights over in Maui and then three nights in Waikiki. Wow. And yeah, it's just nice to travel again and see different parts of the world. The weather was beautiful and you know, just being surrounded by like-minded woman and it was just a great way to really reset and start the year what a great way to start i couldn't imagine a better way um, and you've definitely got the waikiki maui glow going on uh which is nice even though you live in the gold coast and you're brown all year round for some reason you get even browner when you go there so no it's nice it's nice to have you back though thanks yeah. and how was your trip back home to new zealand yeah it was eventful um awesome to see family of course yeah uh awesome to see nieces and nephews and 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 all of that and it was um it had been three years since we'd seen my brother's kids and my brother and sister that live in the uk nice. so they are now you know six and nine versus three and six when we last saw them so that was awesome uh and and then i suppose just a couple of work related things we had some work to do on our airbnbs nice. so it was nice to get that done uh, but in saying that, it's 
it was really nice coming back home. Yeah. Yeah, we missed a lot about, you know, the weather, the environment that we're in and all of that. So it just, I think, reinforced as well that we're really happy with our move. Yeah, love that. And I'm really happy with your move as well. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Which is the most important thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. Glad to make you happy. All right. Shall we kick into episode eight? Oh, my goodness. Episode eight. It's a biggie. It is a biggie. So uh, in today's episode, we are going to be talking about a topic that can be confronting. I know on my journey with this, it has been confronting. It has been overwhelming. It can be a really uh, sort of daunting task to get everything down uh, and noted and to really take stock of where you're at. But it's the only way that you're going to, as you say, be able to yeah. figure out where you need to go to get to your um, your goal, whatever that may be. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, so there's a lot to cover. So if I'm thinking about the types of people that this episode might help, yeah, um, it might be uh, somebody who is pursuing some type of significant goal that requires money. Most goals require some money. Yeah. Uh, or it could be uh, that you're feeling stressed or overwhelmed by your financial situation. Been there, done that, both of us. Yeah. Um, or it could simply be that you're just unsure about what you spend your money on each month. You don't know where it goes. Yes. Which is a common problem. Yeah. Okay, so with that being said, just a quick disclaimer. It's our first one on the podcast, but we thought it was important to note. Uh, Joe and I, we're not financial advisors, so Mm -hmm. this conversation shouldn't be taken as um, us providing professional advice. We're really just sharing our personal experiences, uh, and we always recommend doing your own research. So get the disclaimer out the way. Yeah, and I think, you know, great points in terms of who this episode is for, and um, it's it's for us as well. You know, I when I think about myself and my journey, and I listened to a great podcast this morning, and it was about breaking the poor mindset, Ooh. and, you know, for myself personally, it's something that I've had to continue to work on. Yeah. So, you know, be okay with identifying that your money mindset may not be where you want it to be. Um, And know that it is an ongoing um, process. Like we've said right from the beginning, our growth mindset, same thing, money mindset, you're always be be a learner, eh? That is so true. Always be a student because it is something, for for me personally, that I'm still learning. Yeah, that's such a good point. I don't even think people would relate a mindset back to money. Mm. You know, whereas you're so right, like a lot of decisions that we make from a financial perspective are often loaded with different experiences that we've had in our past, whether it be childhood or, uh, you know, things that we've experienced as adults as well, um, all link into it. So mindset is probably the biggest the biggest part, I suppose. Yeah, um, and I think even recording this podcast, like being completely vulnerable, like I said to you earlier, I was like, mm. I'm a little bit nervous. Mm. And I think it's, again, comes back to my own mindset and journey around money where was never really spoken about. Right. And so talking about it publicly, yeah. it does raise a little bit of anxiousness and nerves. Yeah. Um, but again, that is one of many reasons why we're here to talk about it, right? 100%. Yeah, nothing's off the table. Yeah. Um, I think that that mindset still exists where people are still funny about sharing those types, yeah. um, those types of things with people. But, yeah. you know... Particularly in our cultures. 
Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, I mean, it, it, it really feels awkward. Like, I know with you and I, we're open with stuff like that. Yeah. And I can easily... We talk about what we earn. We do, yeah. yeah. I can say, what did you get this month? Like, what's what's the deal? And we love it. Like, you know, we talk about we talk about that all the time. But for a lot of people, that would be considered rude. Yeah, yeah. You know, whereas it, it shouldn't be. It should be an open topic of conversation. Yeah, and a great example, I guess, an experience for me... Um, growing up so I uh, made a lot of mistakes um, as a young adult and I got myself into a lot of debt so I think at the worst I may have owed about $70,000 worth of debt Mm. had nothing to show for it Mm. and I remember hearing and learning for the first time that debt wasn't a good thing Mm. or debt in terms of bad debt um, credit cards and high purchase and that but I genuinely thought that it was so normal that that's how you live yeah and that's how you buy things right I never know it that you actually you can save and and not have that higher purchase yeah and not have that credit card debt yeah 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 Yeah. and even um thinking on that thought a little bit more even the I suppose the interest rates that are applied to things like you know I suppose maybe it's our generation we are very much a want it now type of group yeah but um you know when we do those types of purchases we're not taking into account the actual cost right with all of these high interest rates applied over x amount of years you just see true I can have that car for a hundred bucks a week cool yeah yeah so it's all of that stuff as well just thinking about mindset again, I want to give a shout out to our coach. We've engaged with a wonderful coach. Her name's Ayla Sorachuk, and she has an awesome way of capturing mindset around money. And mm. she uh, calls it scarcity uh, mindset versus abundance mindset. Yeah. And I think those words help to capture uh, a lot of the essence, I suppose, of what we're talking about. Yeah. And the scarcity side might come into it. Uh, it, it might link into your overall mindset, right? Like you might feel like, you know, there's not enough money for me to earn that. I can't earn that much money. I can't make, you know, make that type of money versus abundance mindset where it might be. Mm. I can make as much money as I want to, as I yeah. choose to. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's great. This totally wasn't scripted in us talking about money mindset. Yeah, but it wasn't. It's so <laughs> crucial and key to talking about a budget. Yeah, right. so thank you, Joe. I feel like you really sparked that line of conversation, so that is awesome. Um, but I think that is a really awesome segue into, I suppose, the overarching topic um, for today, which is budgeting. Mm-hmm. And we really just wanted to, um, I suppose, talk through a few methods, processes, things to keep in mind and tips when you are looking at creating a budget. Yeah. So maybe before we kick into it proper, Joe, I know you found a really cool quote in a book that you're reading at the moment. So did you want to share that first? So the book that I'm reading at the moment is called She's on the Money by Victoria Devine. And in there, the quote that is relevant to what we're talking about says, there is a big difference between being on a budget and using a budget to achieve your financial and lifestyle goals. Yes. So I think when I read that, I guess it really is around your perspective. Yeah. Right? Whereas you can think like budget's the worst thing in the world. Yeah. Or it can be like, actually, I'm using a budget to create my financial future. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. So I suppose to it can move your mind from 
sacrifice to work that you need to do to get to the reward that you really want um, yeah yeah that also reminds me we've actually heavily invested in um you know budgeting and, and money matters uh Blair and I from a um from our end and I remember the feeling it you know I remember the feeling of going in with these financial advisors and basically laying everything out on the table and it felt overwhelming is not even the right word it honestly felt like you were naked in a room that's how it felt because it was like you could see what you were spending your money on like you know you're earning x amount of money and you're spending you know I think they added it up in categories so (laughs) coffees for example you don't even think about the impact that that has on your on your budget but by the time you spend you know 10 to 20 dollars a day on coffee you know at the end of the year you could have purchased that tv that you wanted or I don't know bought bought whatever you wanted gone gone on that holiday so the compounding effect was really, I think it was quite, it felt embarrassing, to be honest. Yeah. The yeah. first time I did what I would say a proper budget, yeah. um, an annual budget, which we'll talk about yes. at the end, um, capturing everything like you said, uh, we were in the red zone. So like you said, it was quite overwhelming, confronting, embarrassing. Yeah. Um, quite depressing yes. to see that uh, we were spending more than we were earning. Right. So initially, yeah, it was a big holy crap moment. Yeah. But at the same time, it was so freeing because then we were able to have a plan yeah. to move our life forward. Yeah, that's awesome. And do you think, I mean, I have opinions on this, but did you do that as a couple? Did you do the exercise as a couple? Yes. Yeah, yeah we did. Yeah, because I know we did that as well. And I think, you know, you have to, you absolutely have to do it together. I saw a quote from, I can't, I think it's Dave Ramsey. God. He's good. Yeah, he's great. He's got great for so many reasons. But he basically said, um, you know, you have to do your financial planning with your partner. You're a team. Start acting yeah. like it. Yeah. You know, and, and there's no... Um, you know, it's obviously family, that's how you work with your kids and your children raising your kids. But it's just as important to do that with your financial matters as well. Yeah, And sure. it's alignment too, right? You know, because you might have gone to do that exercise by yourself and then come back and said, oh, we need to cut X, Y, Z. And your partner might be like, no. Yeah. Why? Why do I need to? They don't understand Why don't I have to it. cut my coffee? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why can't I have three coffees a day? So, yeah, I think it's important um, to look at doing that with, with your significant other, whoever that might be as mm. well. Okay, so we thought it would be helpful to uh, give some tips, I suppose, if you're a newbie in the budgeting space or uh, maybe you have a bit of a budget already, um, this might just enhance what you already have. So I'm going to go through a few steps as to how we budget. Um, Joe, feel free to jump in. I was just going to sort of fire it out and then we can have a conversation about it. Sounds good. Um, so the first step uh, with a budget, uh, I'm going to call capture. So it's really about the stuff that Joe and I were just mentioning, uh, which is really laying absolutely everything out. And by everything, you know, it means, it doesn't just mean your weekly costs, like things you know. So you know you've got your petrol costs, your food costs, your rent or mortgage, whatever that might be, weekly, fortnightly. But it's also uh, capturing all of the costs that come at different frequencies, like monthly, quarterly or annual. So thinking of some of those categories, uh, your monthly could be your power bill, you know, your Sky TV, 
uh, any type of uh, utility type bills. Quarterly might be your rates uh, that come through from your local council. Uh, an annual might be things like um, tyres on your car and registration. So it's actually, um, it's quite an in-depth exercise to just capture, like that first step of capture. It takes a lot of work. You know, you have to really think about, and I would also recommend, um, you know, scrolling through your internet banking or your statements as well. Ouch. Yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to hurt. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to see that subscription that you took out three years ago and haven't used uh, at all. There may be a few heated discussions at home. <laughs> there might be. Sorry in advance for that. But yeah, it is... It's you, important. It is important because you don't know... Um, you know, I suppose the whole point of, of um, capturing of this stage is to figure out where you're at. Yeah. You know. I think what's important here as well and one thing that I learned so when I first started doing a budget it was typically a weekly or fortnightly budget which I think most people may do mm. and we've had this discussion it wasn't till like you said captured everything and did an annual budget yes. because on a weekly and fortnightly budget you may not like you said capture uh, the rates mm -hmm. that you pay six months and you know you leave out a lot of key things yes. and you think you've got this excess money but when you actually add it all up you don't and that's where it can be quite confronting yeah so I think for those listening if you haven't done a full annual budget and you're only doing a weekly or fortnightly budget this will be a game changer for you it really will yeah it will be it will be confronting but push through <laughs> because yeah. it's so worth it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So that's the capture, um, that's step one, capture. Then step two would be review and refine. We sort of touched on it, but what are some areas uh, that you can see from the budget that you've captured where you might be able to cut costs? It might be some simple stuff, like I know we went through our statements about three months ago, and we had three subscriptions, which is why I said it. Three subscriptions we hadn't used that were, you know, um, $20 each month, so 60 bucks mm. a month, which doesn't seem like much, but, you know, add that up over 12 months, it, it really does have, a, um, it does have an impact. So, you know, where can you cut? Uh, costs and I know Joe, you have a I think it's soft costs versus hard costs maybe you've spoken to me about before yeah so this can be something that you can practice so once you've obviously captured everything one thing you can do is split and highlight you know what are your hard costs and what are your soft costs so hard costs are obviously things like uh, rents and petrol and bills etc soft costs could be Lashes, nails. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> All the fun stuff. Yes. Mm. So at least once you split it, then it gives you a real um, picture because you might be in the red zone, let's just say $2,000, and then by reducing your soft costs and being actually, I need to save some money, I need to bring in some money here by reducing your soft costs, you might already be able to go straight into the green zone and say, actually, for the next six months, do I really need to get my nails and lashes done? It's a sacrifice that you might want to make in order to achieve those bigger goals. Yeah, and I think it brings me back to the point that the only way you can really see that impact is by doing that annual budget, right? Yeah. The only way that you can see, holy moly, I'm spending $5,000. Because when you say 
$5,000 on nails or soft costs, whatever it is, a year, it's going to be way more impactful than saying, I'm going to get my nails. It's only 60 bucks. Yeah. You know. And it's also great to see when you are trying to increase your income Mm -hmm. um, or reduce your expenses, that's an easy way to do it. Yes. And it's like, okay, cool. I can save $10,000 here. Mm -hmm. And you're willing to make that sacrifice and move things around in order for the bigger goal. Yes. Yeah, exactly. And that um, is a great segue into the next, suppose, step that we've uh, detailed, which is... um, expense reduction and revenue increase yes yeah so i think uh you know other than the soft costs that we've spoken about already another uh, great activity that uh we that i would recommend for sure is uh in this sort of cost reduction space is to have a look at things like insurances life insurance you know home and contents car etc there are typically um big savings that you can make on a monthly basis if you just review these on an annual basis yes so just talking about ways of increasing your income um a great example is if you were to get a part-time job that is bringing in an additional 250 dollars a week you've just increased your annual income by thirteen thousand dollars yeah or if you were to think um, that you may live in a big house and you want to get a border in, mm. again, if they're bringing in two fifty a week, yeah. that's another $13,000 for your annual income. That's so so there's so many different ways that you can increase your income, reduce expenses to get your head. That's such a good point. And I think, too, people might not even know the impact. So thank you for giving those figures. But, you know, 250 a week doesn't sound like a lot. Mm. But, you know that across a year that's that could be your rent payments for the whole year or your mortgage payments for the whole year totally yeah. one little part-time job one border in your house and that's an additional twenty-five thousand. yeah exactly yeah 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 exactly there's so many ways especially the age we're in now there are so many different ways to make money yeah yeah for sure exciting um okay so that uh that was step number three which was um and i feel like there's so much more to say about that but we are preparing a whole lot of really awesome content but yeah expense reduction and income cre- increasing of income so once you've done that work and we should mention too joe that this doesn't it's not a task that just takes you know an hour of sitting at your computer right but a budget a really good budget is going to take time yeah um, for you to build out so don't rush yourself through it good point take the time that you need to really um capture everything that you need to and then get it into a final state that you're you know you and your partner you're you are happy with yeah good point i think um you know give yourself a couple of nights to sit down and you know have a nice dinner or something and go through it for an hour or two maybe leave it for a day pick it up again um because yeah, it does need time to, to do it efficiently. It does. And there are going to be arguments. <laughs> we yes. should call that out now. Yeah. I know when Blair and I went through it, holy moly, like not only was it confronting, it was a really difficult exercise for us. Yeah. And I think that's also, I suppose it's also an opportunity for you um, and whoever, you know, whoever you're doing that budget with to get aligned in terms of your priorities. So, if, mm. you know, if you have a priority where you actually want to buy a house or you want to make a big investment of some sort, but you can see that there's particular spending that's getting in your way, 
if you're agreeing that that's the main goal, then you, it's much easier to have that conversation and make those sacrifices. Sacrifices. Um, yeah, that's a good point. Um, so I remember doing this exercise and having the conversation because I wanted a bit more freedom and spending money mm. because I was working really hard. Yeah. So, yeah, it was a discussion that we had and agreed upon. Yeah. That, yeah, okay, this is going to be my spending money. And it, we both agreed yeah. that it was fair and that I could have that extra spending money because I was working my little butt off. That's awesome. And that's such a good point too because, you know, um, a budget doesn't need to be look, looked at as just this really, like, you can't do this, you can't do that. You need to build stuff in that makes sense. Mm. And your example is a great one. If you're working super hard, there are, you do need little wins and rewards along the way, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So obviously, you know, we had the savings and bills and all of those things. But then the other important factor was just like, yeah, I want some money to enjoy. Yeah. And I mean, if you're working so hard for it, you need also need to do things that are going to fuel you and light you up to keep working hard, right? Yeah, yeah. And and that might be nails. So you might be able to have nails in your budget, Joe. Yes. <laughs> you can have those nails. Um, okay, cool. So then I suppose, yeah, the last uh, the last thing I really wanted to call out from a budgeting perspective um, is to get real. Mm-hmm. You know, if you've got a goal that you're working towards and you've done this budget capture exercise and you can see that there are changes that need to be made, be real about those changes, you know, and it might mean sacrificing for the short term to, you know, be able to achieve something in the long term. Yeah. So if you want, if you want that goal bad enough, make it happen. Yeah, for sure. I remember there was a time <clears throat> that, if you live in the Gold Coast, you'll know that there are the Seven Eleven one dollar coffees. Oh yeah. You probably haven't had one. I haven't though. But at a time in my life where was trying to get ahead financially yeah that was the coffee that i was having and that was the coffee that i could afford yeah so was it nice i mean for where i was at in my life yeah you yeah, enjoy it exactly. like if that's what you can afford <laughs> then yeah it's amazing yeah <laughs> that's that's the whole um know your lane yeah totally yeah you know and be okay with is that's a great point yeah be okay with staying in your lane and not comparing yourself to others yes because, yeah, like I mentioned, there are times where I've only been able to have a 7-Eleven coffee yep. or a coffee at home, and there are times where I'm spending way too much on coffee at Starbucks. Yeah. But, yeah, 100% stay in your lane. Yeah, stay in your lane and honour the season that you're in, I suppose, yeah, too. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We always talk about that, too, though, right? And, I mean, stay in your lane, it doesn't, that's not something that is forever. You yeah. Know, you know, you're going to change. If you make the right moves, you're going to change lanes. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so get real. And I think, um, you know, everyone's budget is unique. There are so mm. many different elements to it. So really take the time to review and, and let your budget tell you what it needs to tell you, I suppose, um, yeah. and align that with your goals. So, yeah. So that I suppose that's the basic steps that we would recommend. Uh, and we also have um, some exciting news. We, we do. We do. So Joe and I have created a template to help you capture your budget. So if uh, this is something that you've put into your New Year's goals, something you really want to attack for 2023, uh, you want to get you know a bit more control over your uh, finances, we really think this template's going to help. Yeah, I'm excited about this. Yeah. 
So you can find the template via our Instagram page. There is a link in our link tree. So if you head over to on the underscore rise podcast uh, and click on the, the link tree link, you will find it there. Yeah, so definitely if this is something that you need for yourself or you want to check out, you might already have a budget or you know want to review this one and see if it's different. Like we mentioned, making sure you're doing an annual budget and capturing everything, then yeah, head over to our Instagram and Linktree. Feel free to grab the free template and let us know how you go. Take your time filling it out. Um, and we just hope that this will be something that adds value and that you can use to help you achieve your goals for 2023 absolutely and that's really um it's really about that first capture step that we spoke about that's the sort of step that this template is going to help with yeah and there's also um a tab within that template that um will help you capture all of your debt so when we're talking about budget you might have a line in your budget that is the payment of a debt so it might be you know 250 dollars a month for, for a loan but this template also includes a, a way to capture your overall debt as well so that's another really important um thing to capture yeah amazing hmm. so that brings us to the end of episode eight on budgeting it's been a big one um, but yeah, we really do hope, we thought it was important to really talk about in terms of everything moving forward and goals for 2023. Um, this is a key part that has helped us and we believe we'll be able to help you. So yeah, jump on to our Instagram, grab the free template and please tag us. Let us know if you use it. Um, if you are enjoying this podcast or you think this is added value, please share it to your stories and tag us. We love receiving your feedback. We appreciate it. We love the support. And stay tuned. We have some other exciting things coming up this year. Uh, probably mention it ne- in next week's episode. But yeah, stay tuned. Lots is going on. And like Joe said, we appreciate you all. Thanks. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.